Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And we're uh, going to be talking about some things tonight, and we're going to hopefully connect them up. It's uh, right after Christmas here. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, uh, did you have a good Christmas? How was it? Oh, my Christmas was amazing. Yeah, what'd you get? Did you get everything you wanted? I got, I got, I got everything I wanted. It was, um, I, I got everything I asked for. I got. It was amazing. Just so amazing. what'd you get? Everything I asked for. I had a list. What'd you ask for? And on the, I, I asked for. You asked for some uh, a CD of George List and his and his greatest hits. I asked for everything that was on a list, and then Front's I, list? I received everything that was Front's on that list. list, and 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 that was it was a happy Christmas. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you? Did you get everything that was? On I your, on your I got list? a list. Did you have a list? I got a list. Did you? I got a list. You for got Christmas. a list. Yeah, a list <laughs> of things like, to do. <laughs> I want to have the new dishwasher and the new <laughs> stove. And you got a big like. I want you to move out of the house. A big honey. Out of list. the house. Well, that's a good list, I guess. If I had wings, then I would fly away. Merry Christmas, get out. And I would leave that old bat home until next Christmas Day. It is actually before Christmas. It is. This episode's coming out after Christmas. We were so, trying to prognosticate. So Merry Christmas. I mean, Merry Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year's is coming. Is it? Is it? Are you gonna throw this one up on the on the, on the, New Year. On the electric bulletin board? Uh, the the electric truck lane. <laughs> The internets, yeah. <laughs> the information the electric super tube. highway, the electric tube. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if this episode's any good, well, yes. No, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. This episode's definitely going <laughs> on the internet. I think we'd have about three out there in in cyberspace if if that was the criterium. Mm -hmm. Like good criteria, like criterium, quality, yeah, quantity. Hey, six. Hey, quantity? we're like we're the Walmart of podcasts here. We just keep cranking them out. <laughs> Wait, and it costs you next to nothing. Yeah, they're they're free, <laughs> you know. But eventually, you get to pay for your internet access. But other than that, yeah, I mean, it's it's very low cost. Uh, I don't even quality know is, if is I would call sacrificed it a little bit, but uh, quantity, no shortage of quantity. It's something to do for fifty to seventy minutes. Fifty to once seventy a minutes. Week. That's what we are. Something hey, now that do. would be wait. That's our tagline. STD. Well, that's oh, maybe not a very good, <laughs> that's not a good acronym. We're an STD you can have for 50 to 70 <laughs> minutes to every week. STD 50-70. Yeah, let's not use that one. <laughs> um, W-O-T. Watt. Watt. Watt 50-70. What's that Waste mean? of time. Waste of time. <laughs> 50 to 70 minutes. W-O 50-70. Whoa, 50-70. Whoa, 50-70. Is that what we are? Yeah. A waste of time. W waste of 57 minutes oh, of your life. man, you're killing you me. You never get it back. <laughs> you but can you blame do, your wife. But you listen to this podcast while you're doing other things. That's true. Right? So, yeah. And and you get you get distracted, and then you screw up, and then yeah. you can blame us. Hey, sure. we're, we're, the, we're a blame. A, a, if, if you need an excuse... We're so at, we're right, right. Yeah. Oh, it was it was those guys it was those, on TFI's it was horrible podcast. It was those TFI's guys. So yeah, yeah. Eyes. Uh, 2010 is winding to an end. Good lord, I can't believe it. I I it just it feels. I I was just having a conversation about um, the the Y2K. Remember oh, that? Jesus. Oh my god, the Y2K. Oh, the computer. You know what? Actually, crazy. Yesterday, I was actually having a conversation with somebody about Y2K as well. How interesting. What was your conversation about? Just like it, it. I don't remember how it started, even, but it boiled down to like I can't believe that it's going to be 2011. Is is right. what it's is been? What the, right, it's yeah. been 11 years since. Because well, I'm not in the computer years. business, so it was just like, do you remember the, when they thought the planes were going to crash? And sure. well, I think it it also kind of touched on the 
the fact that oh it was it might have been one of my religious customers that is all about the revelation that's that's coming oh 2012 yeah yeah oh, oh it's 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 gonna happen pretty soon wow. so i'm not too worried about it you know whatever. oh yeah I'm not, I'm not i'm not putting too much faith in the future of my life I, sure. because i know that we're all going up to heaven or whatever no reason to invest in the stock market i mean we only got about a yeah we only have a year we should live this year as if we only have a year left there should be a country song about it <laughs> live this year like it's the last it's the last year we got oh oh He's he's got a tight grip on <laughs> something there. He's living like it ain't no tomorrow. <laughs> he's not worried about two thousand or twenty twelve. Oh, he's worried about in twelve <laughs> minutes what's gonna happen. Wow. Oh god, I can't believe I did that. Twelve minutes. Am I gonna have to call him tomorrow? <laughs> what the hell is this one? What the hell is thing? If only you could see the the. Can you imagine the donkey punch that could go on there? That's going on. <laughs> he can grab in front that of thing our very just... eyes. It's a wow. stormtrooper and a. I don't know what this guy's a name lackey. is. A lackey. A lackey. A yeah. lackey stormtrooper. He's, he's Boba uh, Fett's uh, uh, mechanic, I think. They're they're having a good time. They are definitely living like they don't care about uh, 2013. That right there is La Vida <laughs> Loca. And they're on a stack of five hard drives. Yeah. It's, they have, they're, they're it's on, excess to, uh, uh, yeah, it's the sheer definition of excess. They're riding the data. Anyhow. They're riding data. So what would your takeaways be? What would your takeaways of 2010 be? Takeaways 2010? Uh, it, I I can't wait for it to be over. I, really? I I didn't have a really good year. I don't think anybody had a really good year. It, it, but it, why? I mean, maybe that's the thing to talk about, right? Well, it, here, let me try. Let me try something. Um, today, I was uh, at my allergy injection office, which I go to every five days to get the injections of allergens. That sounds like uh, something we were just talking about 30 seconds ago here with the stormtroopers. <laughs> well, it's hey. just an allergy injection. It won't hurt. <laughs> Ow! Ow! You said it wouldn't hurt. I'm almost done. <laughs> I got to warm up the, the pump. I don't the know needle. what my wife's going to say about this. How many injections is it? You keep sticking that thing into me. I pay for this? This is ridiculous. Shut up. I hate this. Shut up and hold on to the handles. Okay, okay, okay. It's going to get a little rough. There's some turbulence. <laughs> Um, Here's an oxygen mask. <laughs> you want some peanuts? <laughs> you said peanuts, right? <laughs> You're a frequent flyer. We'll give them to you free. <laughs> so anyways, yes, I'm at the... Uh, You're at the injection service. The injection service. <laughs> the, the clinic. The hot beef injection clinic. Yeah, all right, all right. And, You're uh, getting your adenoids adenoided. I got my injections, and uh, I, I have to sit there for 30 minutes after the injections, uh, to make sure I don't go into anaphylactic shock. And so while I am there, I usually play on the iPhone or watch TV. Or actually, the TV's going on in the background. And was she a was she a um, an early uh, 20th century English writer? Who's that? Anaphylactic? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I'm with you. I was right with you. She's like 18th century. Mm. <laughs> Gave okay, her I shock got her a little therapy, confused you know. with uh, with uh, I think she wrote the bell one. jar. <laughs> right <laughs> the bell curve maybe anyhow um all of these shows like they've had it locked on the do-it-yourself channel or travel or home one of those one of those channels on cable where they just talk about home improvements but every show that's on these channels is talking about flipping houses and it's all like a different setup like there's oh, a kind of like uh what um 
your friend and mine, Ice T, is doing now. Or no, Vanilla uh, Ice. Vanilla Ice is. That's there, one yeah. of the shows that's on there. So oh, so like, okay. I go there every day at noon. I go over my lunch hour, and Vanilla Ice. Every is day? On. No, I'm sorry. Every 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 five days. Okay. And <clears> then, whatever. Anyways, yeah. And so he's on at like twelve, and then there's this other chick that's on at like twelve thirty. So I like catch in between both of those two shows, and it kind of blows my mind that in 2010. You know, we're 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 talking about like how the housing market has crashed and how, oh man, oh, talk about crashing. <laughs> that dude totally just crashed off enough. the stormtrooper. Well, I mean, he he went into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> I think too much stormtrooper he's serum. He's up there for like ten minutes. I mean, you can only put up with so much. I of think that. he's gonna turn into a stormtrooper now. That's how they're not zombies. They don't like bite you. They right, right. They yes, I'm with you. <laughs> now there's a there's a zombie movie that had that Remo hasn't made. Remo, Romero. Sorry. That's my NC-17 zombie film there you I'm go. working on. Hey, there, there you go. He bit me. It's, oh, don't worry about it. As long as it didn't take you from behind, you're fine. You're just going to need a Band-Aid for that. Balls. 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 Oh, my God. Don't get caught with your pants down this summer. The dead will come. <laughs> They're coming for you, Barbara. Anyway, so um, I just these shows are kind of blowing my mind. Like, all these people are like uh, uh, doing these home improvement shows, but with the with the intent that they're going to take a house that they bought for forty thousand well, dollars. Vanilla Ice is buying million dollar houses mm-hmm. and supposedly selling them for a couple of million dollars. Seven, yeah, I mean there can only be like there's only so much of a market for like flipped mansions. So let's like put that aside, like. Sure, there's people that there's always going to be like a handful of people out there that are buying mansions. But there's this other person, there's other people that are buying these houses and like, oh, I'm going to replace the cabinets and put a new floor in and a new vanity and a bathtub and a toilet and I'm going to sell it for $60,000 more. And just in like 2008, 2009, I, I guess I can kind of see that happening. But I'm thinking of all of 2010, I'm thinking about, I guess, my mentality of this house where I'm like, Man, I should really put in a new deck in the. No, man, what's that? No, 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 no. This house, cares? this house is not is not a flippable house. Right, uh, Mike, well, Mike, my friend Mike is uh, who who has been a, a guest on the show. Yes, that you that you um, basically basted and grilled uh, about the uh, ADD thing. I guess there's some animosity towards that. He wants to come back and 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 have a reprise. and clear the record. No, he doesn't want to talk about ADD though. He was oh. like. He felt yeah. like he kind of felt like he was grilled about we, it. We put that thing to bed. Well, okay, but he wanted it. He didn't really want. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't expecting that. He thought he, it was going to be like one of these, one of you know. Okay. But it's hard to integrate right away because we're, we're kind yeah. of. Anyways, um, <clears throat> no, I mean don't. He does that. He that's his job now. He he actually just got a job where there's a guy that uh, goes down to the university area and he buys the the um condemned big old you know. F- big old farmhouses that used to house 20 people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that right now they had like seven or eight different levels that had, you know, individual rooms where there were like students living and the students did not take care of them. The landlords down there were like vacant. They didn't, they didn't take care of it. They didn't keep it up, whatever. And they basically were going to condemn this house or whatever. And so he waltzed in there, bought it for $40,000, $50,000, completely gutted it, refinished the whole thing. You know, dumped fifty, sixty thousand dollars into it. Turns around, and sells it for four hundred thousand dollars. Has he done that? Yeah, they're working on a couple of them right now. Actually, 
Now, when you say they, it sounds he's got like, he's got a, this guy it sounds like a lot of people. Yes, he's got a bunch of people working for him. Because think about it, a guy that's smart and that has some capital goes and buys these shitty houses. You know, mm-hmm. these landlords that don't care, they're 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 like doing other stuff, running their their businesses down or whatever, and nobody wants this house. It's, ah, let's tear it down and build a big condominium. This guy steps in and says, "Hey, you know what? I'll give you this money for it." Gives him the money for it. Up, oh, hires a couple of guys for twenty bucks an hour. Who cares? Twenty bucks an hour. Multiply that out by four or five weeks. That's eh, a couple thousand bucks. But I dump fifty, sixty thousand dollars into this house. I buy it for sixty thousand dollars. I spend one hundred twenty thousand dollars total. I turn around. This house is worth three hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. The bank okay. says, yeah. "Wow." They do that once. You can borrow as much money as you want, do whatever you want, because you have proven that your business yeah. model works. Sure. And so, you know, is, I mean, but are you quoting like factual things? No, that no, no, that's happened? what he said. But I, I, it, it just I don't. It I, does sound kind of far fetched. But I mean, I've been looking at some statistics where like, you know, what also sounds far fetched, though, is that hedge fund managers, which there were probably six of 20 years ago, are, are there's probably 100,000 of them now that are all multimillionaires. Because of all this bullshit that's going on in the stock market. It's like, oh, I mean, how unrealistic is that? Oh, buy a stock, and in three weeks, you could be a multimillionaire because the stock goes up. What? Wh- why? What do you do? Just because you have $1,000 to spend on a stock and it just happens to go up? How ridiculous is that? You don't spend $1,000 to become a millionaire. Uh, if, no. You know what I just heard? You know what I heard? I heard that back in the, uh, 1973, you spend seven hundred thousand dollars to become a millionaire. <clears throat> 1973, when Toyota had its IPO mm-hmm. as a stock. Now, of course, this isn't backed up by fact either, but this is what I heard. 1973, Toyota had its IPO, five cents a share. Mm-hmm. Ford, GM, went in balls deep, and they bought. T- thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hundreds and tens of thousands of tens Toyota of hundreds stock. of thousands of dollars of Toyota stock. Okay. What happened? Toyota stock went through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. So here's American car companies that are like, oh, Amer- build American, buy American. They're investing in foreign car companies. And then, whoops. And then, oh, wh- what the hell is that? Why are they doing that? Oh, because they know, because they know something. They know that their business practices are bullshit and that these foreign companies are going to blow them out of the water. So, whoops, let's uh, kind of pad the future a little bit here. Well, I don't know. I, it, yeah, it's something totally different. And, again, it's not backed up by facts. A little so, off topic, so, yeah, but, I mean, is. sounds like something you read today and you wanted to get off your chest, and that's cool. And that's what this show is all about. But here's what I'm thinking about the it's hedge probably fund. probably back it up with facts. The hedge fund managers. Because I read some uh, – not read. I heard something on the radio, so take that with a grain of salt, right? We are is that on the Rush Limbaugh show? That, uh, about, Sean Hannity said. I mean, here I'm going to throw around a number that's probably not backed up in any science, but I mean, like 70% of us Americans make less than $40,000 a year. Uh, well, it it was a lot. It was a, it was a pretty hefty number that they threw out that was making less than $40,000 yeah, a year. I believe it. And then the folks that are making above like $500,000 a year is like 5% of this Oh, probably country. less than that. Maybe, yeah. yeah, you're right. Maybe even less than that. And so, I mean, when you have that huge of a discrepancy, how many hedge fund managers are there, A? And B, I don't think hedge fund managers are doing anything to make anybody else money other than themselves. So I no, think there's not. a very not. small number of those people as well. And 
and whatever, what's a hedge fund? I don't even know what a hedge fund is. And you can go into derivatives and all that sort of stuff. And you watch capitalism, a love story. And they like, even the hedge fund managers, like well, a derivative is a, uh, they don't even know. Well, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's a thing we, it's exactly. a thing we made up so that we could make money. I yep. mean, right. I, I'm with you. I, I guess my point is, what is my point? My point is, is that going back to the flipped houses, it just seems like such a fantastical idea like the stocks that you yeah. mentioned, like no. I'm going to put a thousand dollars into the stock market and it's going to go to a million dollars. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen unless you're connected. And if you're connected, you already have a million dollars. So you're putting in $500,000 and turning it into like $600,000, which is a lot of money. But if you have a thousand dollars, you'd be lucky. You would be a brilliant investor or a very lucky investor to turn that $1,000 into $5,000. That's a what is that? That's a five hundred percent return, isn't it? Or whatever. It's that's a hell yeah, of a return. Yeah. You would be you would you would take your wife out. Well, maybe not you, but we would take our family out for a steak dinner and said, I put a thousand dollars into the stock market and I made a cool five thousand dollars off of it. Right? That's not a millionaire. That's that's the, a tax bill for a year in a house. Right. The difference is uh the the hedge fund managers are playing with um but they're not working things, for you and me. They're working for I, them. They're, they're, and that's my fine, point. Fine, fine. They're working for abstract things. They're working with abstract things. What do you think a stock is, though? If I, if yeah, I, exactly. No, no, no. no, no, no we're, we're, we're trying to relate this to flipping houses. Houses are real things. And if you go downtown right now. I think houses used to be kind of abstract, though. What? I do. There was this idea of houses being this magical thing that would make you rich because, like, this, this uh, mystical market was just just building and climbing. Oh, so you're and thinking about the show. I'm thinking about, well, not just the sh Yeah, the shows, because well, they show these people that are, like, yeah, yeah, carrying yeah, yeah, yeah. little dumb dogs in their purses, and they're like... The show I watched today was this woman, I guess, I guess the premise is she used to be a drug addict, but she cleaned up her act, and her rehab right now is flipping houses. And if she's not flipping houses, she's thinking about drugs. Ooh, that's a catchy plot, right? So anyways, it's a reality-based show. But you she does but she doesn't fuck TV. I'm sorry but to that's drop the, thing. the bomb. But there, see, this but... is the thing, is like this is on the the home improvement channel, the do-it-yourself, whatever channel, and you watch this shit and it's like, this is not showing me how to do anything. That's this the is Rush just showing Limbaugh. It's 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 media. This Come on, is it's just corporate showing media, me man. A rich person who is not she doesn't lift a, a hammer or a trowel anything or paint anything. She goes around and the, literally the entire show is just like her nagging the contractors. Well, is this going to be done? Do we have this? What color is that going to be? When are we going to get the drapes? Are we going to put the blinds up? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just watching this show and I cannot believe that this is on the air because here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about ratings. I'm thinking about television ratings. I'm thinking about the things that people watch are things that appeal to people. Who does this appeal to? People watching this show are like, I don't, what? I don't, flipping houses? What? How does that appeal to the average everyday Joe? I just don't see it. I see Cheers appearing up, appealing to the average Joe. Show well, about flipping a houses in, in that sense, no, doesn't doesn't make. But they're on. There's th that whole channel is Fine. nothing so, so but what like. We were, all right, so you and I were talking about two different things. I'm talking about reality. I'm talking about walking downtown. <laughs> I'm talking about Madison. reality TV. All right, go ahead. I'm talking about walking downtown Madison. Yeah. And I remember the apartment building that I lived in before I got married. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was kind of run down, and I remember like next door there was a couple of student housing houses that were probably built 
Yeah. Uh, in the 1880s and the boom when when sure. you know lumber was being mined, huge houses, whatever. Yeah, and they were like some elaborate big houses, but designs, they, but they stuff. were like pretty close together because yep. it was like, oh, the city is starting now, and we're gonna it's city workers and right. blah blah blah. So, so you got like six feet between houses. Yeah, it was really yeah. close, but they were still big houses. Yep. So and and like. There was probably six students living in there, and they would have mm-hmm. huge parties, and it would be sticky floors, and they would barely clean it up in between. They haven't painted in twenty years, and mm-hmm. it was like just in roaches and sh- just crappy Filthy. conditions. Yeah. So, and I remember in particular, like right next door to the apartment building I lived in, this guy bought up like three or four houses right next to each other. He probably got them for thirty thousand dollars a piece, forty thousand dollars a piece, because they were probably condemned. This was ten years ago. And he built this huge freaking condominium thing that's like 20 stories tall or whatever with, with, you know, and he probably sold each one of those for two hundred, $300,000 and probably made, I mean, talk about flipping houses. Even if he paid $100,000 for each of those houses, four houses, $100,000 a piece to build the whole thing is probably a million bucks. Now he's got, now he's got 20 condos worth a million dollars each. Bang. Talk Maybe, about it. Yeah, no. And you I, know what? Now you go down there, you walk up and down, and there's there's still tons of houses like that down there where there's I know what you're talking about. Absent know, landlord. They don't they don't. Are you take talking care about on Willie Street or are you talking about on Jennifer Street? Anywhere. Well, okay, so anywhere. I'm talking about downtown Madison. I'm talking about downtown any city. Well, I'm talking about Detroit, for God's sakes. Look at what's going on in other cities where there's like 20, 30% unemployment, and there's entire neighborhoods that are dead. You could go in there and probably buy a neighborhood for $50,000. No. I think you'd be surprised. You could probably buy those houses for $5,000 a piece. <laughs> they, they haven't been lived in for, for probably three or four years. Go to Flint, Michigan. See how it looks. But, and Seriously. do what with them, though? Okay, maybe in Flint, Michigan, sure. But And do what with them? Do what with them? If you walked in there with, with the capital and you walked up to the mayor and you said, look, you know what? I want to flip the city around. And oh, that on. city is connected come to the federal on. government. And the no. federal government says, you know what? All right. Maybe my ideas no. are bigger than my 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 reality. Look, if there's money but, involved and there's a lot of money to be made, somebody has somebody's doing it. It's been done. No. OK. Maybe I'm not necessarily. And, and this is always the, the tact that it, it comes to here. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily all about making the money. I am about people. Which I'm is what? This I'm is- about helping people and and saying, you know what? Uh, if we do have a lot of money, I, I'm the Robin Hood here. I, if 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 I did have a lot of money, if I had millions of dollars or whatever, maybe I would go and do something like that. Maybe okay. I would go to. I just read a book by Orson Scott Card called The Treasure Box. It's very interesting. Let's say that you did this. Let's say you descended upon Flint, Michigan, with oh. your millions of dollars. I have millions of the dollars. The savior of Flint. I am the savior of Flint. The Messiah of Flint. Oh, sing <laughs> you to come me. In, I am Eric. You come floating in, La. glowing. Yes, I'm glowing. Ooh, and you've just, everywhere La. you go, dollar bills trail behind you oh, for yes. all the kitties to pick up and buy candy bars, right? No, it's I don't wonderful. even I screw the dollar bills. I just throw them candy bars. Oh, candy bars just come out of your ass. <laughs> glowing. Yes, glowing candy bars. And you come in and you say, this neighborhood, this whole town is under my jurisdiction and I'm going to destroy every house and in its place put a work of art. And you do that. Okay, whatever. You, you, you level it all down. You bring all your contractors in. You, buddy, you build up the, all these houses uh, and then you leave. 
Okay, and you say, ah, you don't owe me anything. Just remember me. Uh, tell my story to your children. Let the legend of Eric live on. That's your payment, right? And you leave. So what happens? All of these beautiful houses in their place, property taxes go up. All these people are like, yay, I have a house. I still don't have a job. I can't pay the property taxes. And I still have a mortgage because you didn't take care of that. And I still owe on this old house or whatever. You There's there's nothing to do there. I mean, you uh, can build people right, a right. beautiful place, you but... Okay, can I talk for a little while? You go ahead. All right, you make a very good point, and I, I think back to to Chalk Chalk and Ock. Um, uh, what comes first, the cave, or the 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 work? You know, the the job. What is? I mean, our our whole idea in this society of of a job. So if if you do have a, a rundown, what created Flint, Michigan in the first place? jobs all these car companies that were like oh we have to build cars right. uh, and so people can drive to their job so we'll build these cars who paid for for the cars the people that work there well okay so not the people, the people that worked there people all over america okay but the people that worked there had to be able to buy a car yeah right well if you go back to henry ford's model where he's like every employee should be able to afford my cars yes however he had a good idea. He did have a brilliant idea, but that was 1904. And every year after that, that idea slowly eroded towards profits. And by like 1930 or whatever, the average employee couldn't afford to buy. That's my problem right there. Cash. I'm with you. So, I'm with you. So now what happens if some somebody like Frouchy with a couple hundred million dollars and says, Frouchy, you know Frouchy, Frouchy. Who the hell's that? The Dude. guy that gave them the Overture Center oh. to build a fancy place for people to sing and and rich people to go and see shows. Yep. If he went into a place like Flint, Michigan, you know, and said, or instead of like, you know, uh, the the administration saying, well, here's eight hundred million dollars to build a high speed train so that people can drive back and forth. No, we don't want that. You know, we want infrastructure for our for our uh, trucks to drive around. Right. Well, then we'll build a high speed train in California. So that people can fly, drive up to wine country and drink fancy wine because they're rich and they can afford the train or whatever. Okay, if they would take that eight hundred million dollars and say we're going to go to Flint, Michigan, and we are going to say uh, we're going to we're going to buy. Um, there's there's probably still you know two hundred thousand people living in Flint, Michigan. There used to be a million, whatever. Right. Uh, and it's it's really run down. What we're going to do? Uh, we're going to uh, houses are ten thousand dollars a piece. $5,000 a piece. Really? Sure. Okay, so we're going to buy up 50,000 houses in Flint, Michigan. We have $800 million a year. Even if we have a billion dollars. Let's make it around billion. What the fuck? That's like two days of war in Afghanistan and Iraq, right? Mm -hmm. So let's take a billion dollars of federal money. We're going to stick that into Flint, Michigan. And there's probably, oops, this might hurt, but there's probably 100 cities like that in, in the United States. So we have a hundred billion dollars. What's a hundred billion dollars? Eh, whoops. We just gave sixty billion dollars to bail out the banks, right? Mm -hmm. Fuck them. Okay, so you don't. All right, but let's take one in particular. Let's take Flint, Michigan in particular. We're gonna put a hundred million dollars into Flint, Michigan. No, no, one one billion dollars. So I'm all right. I, I'm I gotta slow down and think about what I'm trying to say because it's yes. completely new to me. I'm making this up as I go. I'm flying by the chocolate let, let, coming out of my glowing. Stop. Ass. Let's slow down. Why? I have well, hang on. To say. I know. I know. I want to. Let's help. I'm gonna help you flesh this idea out. A billion dollars, right? One billion dollars. Where's that billion dollars going to? The billion dollars is going to buying up fifty thousand houses okay. in Flint, Michigan. To do what with? To either either to to send uh, people in there to 
look at them and say, okay, this is condemned. This has to be torn down. Or, hey, this can be refurnished. Sure. This can be flipped. This can be flipped because this is what it's all coming back to. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. It's just like it's just like somebody going through a forest and saying, oh, this one, this tree should grow. I'm going to put an orange ribbon around it. This tree can be cut down. I'm going to put a green ribbon this around it. This one's dead, dying, or whatever. Whatever. Cut it down. Cut it down. This good and bad. But yep. so that's what they do. And they actually yep. have – They have. Yep. I sure. talked yep. to a guy from the DNR one time. They have like formulas. You're tangenting. So anyways, okay. Flint, Michigan. So Flint, Michigan, they either flip the house or they tear it down to build a new one. Okay? Mm-hmm. You have a billion dollars to do this. Houses are $5,000 a piece. You have 200,000 people still living there that mm-hmm. don't have jobs, that are destitute, that are do, they're nothing but hustling, dealing drugs, whatever. Now you go in there and you say, you know what? We're going to teach some of your kids. We're going to start putting through apprentice programs how to build houses. We're going to go in here. And you know what? We're not necessarily going to come in here with the idea of we're going to build a manufacturing plant so that you have nice jobs to work. And then you can pay your house off. We're going to give you a fucking house to live, and then you can decide to do whatever you want. We're going to have a big place to have a garden, and you can plant food, and you can grow your own food. Or you can build a roller derby place, or you can build a, a flat track racing thing, or you can uh, – you, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. You don't have to – we're not going to make this big corporation that's going to hire you and employ you and then pay you – but then make you use you know eighty percent of your earnings to to live your life. You can live your life and do whatever you want to do. So it's a it's a complete flip of the system. It's not working to pay your way to live. It's living to live. I I maybe it's a hippie thing. Maybe don't it's a commune thing. Think that that's sustainable. But and let me. I kind of disagree, but I see what I see where you're coming from. I, I get what you're. Uh, it's and very I, rudimentary, and, and and I um, I agree that you uh with you in the. I think you're trying to come up with an idea where you're not uh, like in servitude to like some corporation. I, I which is basically slavery, right. which is what the Egyptians were, which is what the Africans were, which has right. been the the raison d'etre of the human race since the very beginning. People in power take control and and take advantage of the people that are not in power so now and so in so the people that have a little bit of morality up at the top that are in power say you know what we're going to give you the power as the small people and then let that grow from the bottom up and see what you come up with an arts district sure. uh, sports whatever yeah, have but, fun but now enjoy life Run around in the in the meadows, in the fields. Don't get obsessed about the new technologies and oh, I have a new video game and I have this game and I, I oh I, I bought this and I bought this. I'm, just just live. Just live. Just have fun. Don't freak out about bills. Don't you know what I'm saying? I mean okay. I just I mean it's a totally new concept. I just came up with it, but it's kind of what's been you know, sitting in the back of my mind for a long time, I think. And actually through this entire hundred and twelve episodes of podcasting I've I'm always that's that's who I am. I'm the champion of the low wage worker that just says, you know what? I I'm sick of working. Well, let's stop there. I'm sick of let's, working okay, for a big okay. corporation stop, that's making stop, stop, stop. profits off of me let's, to make my life better because yep. my life could be better by just not working and and enjoying life and stop smelling the roses. Let's go back now. All right. We don't live in a hippie commune global society. We don't? No. I'm sorry. Damn I'm it. sorry to That's say. That's what I'm trying to change. I understand that. And now, 
we can talk about that and we'll talk about that maybe in a moment here but let me talk about like maybe what what could work for flint michigan i i mean i i kind of agree with what you're saying uh, but I, I with today's current economical situation the capitalism the way we based our entire culture the world almost most of the world bases their culture off of that's because we're the le there were lemmings and we they all followed us but here's what i'm trying to say is rather than giving if it's it's like the old saying uh what teach a man to fish he'll eat for life give him a fish he'll starve tomorrow or something like that what is it yeah you know what i'm saying so if you give somebody a house they're like yeah i got a house oh it's falling apart who's gonna fix this house for me but if you give that person the means to fix their house no no, no 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 wait a minute house, wait 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 you, you you misunderstand me i am saying you go in there and you teach these people how to build their own house okay that's what you do you you you, you generate the money to 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 hire these people to build their own houses and then they get to keep them. Mm -hmm. So they flip their own house. You don't go in there with, with high price contractors that are out to make money. You go in there and say, all right, I have a billion dollars. I'm going to buy up all this property. You guys are living here. If you want to do something with it, we, we will teach you how to build houses. We will, we will bring people in that know what they're doing and they will show you what to do. They will show you how to build a new house. If I'm poor, and if you want a house, if you work for it, you can. I get it. The more it. work Stop. you put I, into I, it, okay. I get it. So, okay, if, so if I'm, I'm not like teaching. I'm not if, giving a man. I'm not giving him the house. I am teaching him how to build the house. Yes. If I'm poor and I'm destitute, I don't want you to show me how to build my own house. I want you to show me how to put food on my table. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at here. I think that that money could. I, I hate to take this opposite opinion, but I think that money would be better placed in like a Coca-Cola bottling plant. Oh, fuck. I'm serious. Dude. Okay. If not, I, this is not right. just Coke, but I mean like. Okay. A, wait a minute. Wait. Stop. Stop. Okay. All right. You've had a lot of time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 50% of my income goes to pay for the bank to borrow me the money to live in my house. Okay. If I was given a house and said, and and the amount of money that I make for a family of four, $24,000 a year. 12000 of that goes to the bank. I make $12,000 a year. I yeah, I get a little bit. Flint, of, Michigan don't make, they make Doesn't matter. That. My point is, like is that I that. make it go with a family of four halfway decently. You okay? have jobs. The These point people is, in Flint don't the have point jobs. Is food. Okay. Food. You have housing. What is What is necessity for human beings? Uh, get to your, get to the point. I mean, uh, the point is, I'm dying is here to get an, a word in edgewise. You said that it was it was food. They want to put food on their table. Okay. Uh, maybe. How much does it cost to put food on your table? Well, I'll tell you what. The bullshit food that the majority of the American people that drink a lot of Coca Cola because they want to put money into the Coca Cola bottling plant drink costs a lot of money because there's a lot of marketing behind it. There's a lot of people working for the Coca-Cola bottling company, but yet the product itself is bullshit. It's bullshit. There's no nutritional value. It's nothing but water and, and food coloring. Okay. If people understood that and they were taught the reality about food production and what's good to put in your body, they would eat half the amount of food that they eat. They would be more healthy. They would live longer 
and the food that they bought would cost them about a third of what it costs them now. Okay? And they would go out there and they would grow the food themselves. They would have a plot of land. Okay? They would be given a plot of land. There would be community gardens. And they would go out there and they would work together. And they would be friends and they could play music and they could <laughs> sing afterwards. All right, yeah, maybe it's a commune idea. All right, maybe I'm a commune guy. All right. But you know what? Producing your own food is not a bad idea. I'm sorry. You are. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> maybe we should move on to a different topic. You're kind of all over the place on, on this. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm like, talking about yeah. going in with a billion dollars to Flint, Michigan, buying up about 50,000 properties and saying, all right, people, you want your own house? You have to work for it. We are going to have people that teach you all how right, to build well, your own well, house. All right, my turn. And we're okay, going to give you... Turn. All right, go. Go. <laughs> I throw my cozy at you. All right. Um, what I'm trying to say is if you pay if you pay a person a decent working wage, uh, whether it be from a Coca-Cola bottling place or just a guy digging a hole for whatever reason, if you pay that guy a decent working wage, he's going to take that money and he's going to invest it. I'm talking about more than uh, just enough to feed himself. And he's going to take that and he's going to put it into the community. And when he puts it into the community, whether it be through like uh, repairing his house or buying food or heaven forbid, buying some Coca-Cola, uh, that money is going to continue to spread through the economy until you get somebody that does build the roller drome or does build the arts district or does build any of the number of things that you mentioned. But it starts with paying an employee a good wage. You can't control. You can't control what people are going to do and what people. I mean, the world needs ditch diggers, right? There's always going to be somebody who's just like, I don't care. I don't want to. I just want to. I want my TV and I want my Coca-Cola and that's all that I want in my life. Fine, give it to him. Give it to him. Make him do a job that pays uh, enough to take care of that so that he keeps contributing to the rest of the economy and the rest of society. There's always going to be a smaller fraction of people that are like, you know what? I want to do a little bit more. I want to do a little bit more. And when you pay these ditch diggers or these bottlers money that they can put into the economy, these people, they're like, I don't want to dig ditches. I don't want to bottle Coke. I want to open up an art store they're going to be able to open that art store because the guy's wife or whomever that digs the ditches or bottles the Coke is going to have enough money to one day be walking downtown and be like, you see that art store? I like that thing he's got there. I'm going to buy that and put it in my living room. Why? Because he digs ditches and he gets paid enough to dig those ditches to be able to buy that art. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I don't understand why that doesn't jive. It starts with mundane jobs. I don't think that with the society that we've got in place, you can just come in and say, here, I'm going to teach you how to build a house. Here's here's money. I'm going to teach you how to do it. You're going to learn how to. All right. All right you're right, going right. to learn how to do all this stuff because, okay. I see the problem. I've here. learned I've learned how to build my house now. I've learned no, framing. I, I, I've learned electrical. I, I'm going to, I understand how to build my house, but how do I then take those skills all of us have i see the problem here make some money you you are taking me 100 percent at face value well, i look i have no choice but to take you at face value well i don't read between all the right. lines well I, like when i said I, I was making this up as i went and when i said okay we're going to teach people to build their house we're going to bring people in to teach you how to build your own house well okay there are some people 
that have a natural propensity. They're a little bit stronger physically and they have a little bit of a mind for like figuring things out and being able to cut straight lines. And they're the kind of people that would build the houses. And eventually, yes, what would happen is those people would probably build more of the houses. Or maybe they'd start their own business and be the guy that runs the construction business, right? Opportunity, right? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. But that, that's as far as I'm concerned. Not everybody can have an opportunity and not everybody's going to seize their opportunity. Not everybody's ambitious. There's a lot of people in this country that are not ambitious in this world. Okay. But so you got the guy that, that is, is that gets that, that is a little bit better at cutting wood and he's, and he's stronger. Okay. So right away, he should start his own business. Well, what about the guy that's like? I'm not saying he should start his own business. Well, you right there's... away said that. You jumped to it, and and the point was is that I, I was that maybe keep, I was ta- I was still talking, and I was going to say, what about the guy that's a little quieter, a little bit, you know, that that might want to start the art store because he, he 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 sits in his basement and he and he and he plays with colors, and well, he's the guy that's made fun of, and so he's he's why is he made fun of? Who's making fun of him? The the big strong guys that are out there well, building houses. On. I've lived in this world. <laughs> I've lived, I'm 36 years old. I've doodled at my desk. I've drawn pictures, and nobody's ever laughed at me because I drew a picture. Come on. Well, that's a very juvenile, like schoolyard, like. Yeah. Look at Poindexter drawing his pictures. Wow, what a loser. Come on. That, that doesn't really happen in adult life. When was the last time you were made fun of because you drew a picture or because you, you podcasted or because you made a goofy video and threw it on YouTube? Well, Come on. No. That's no. That's ridiculous. I take offense, sir. Uh you you never had a brother-in-law named Jeff. Who well, was, fuck Jeff. Well, I am saying that What is Jeff the, laughed at you the, the for con, like drawing the a picture? Construction guys. Yeah, the construction I think you're reading guys. into it. You're like Jeff's a big strong man who goes hunting and has a construction business. He's going to laugh at me if he ever sees me painting. Did he ever no, once? Be like, I brought up my ideas to Eric. him, and, and I have been to Christmas at my wife's family's house. Okay, yeah, and I have been through it. I know what it's like to be kind of put down for the ideas that I have, and 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 felt like a like a like a, a, a idiot that that doesn't belong, that doesn't deserve to exist. Oh come on! So it comes down to a self confidence thing. Well, maybe. Like but, every now and then, sure, I'll bring up something and I'll be like, and then this wacky idea, and then the room grows silent. And then you're kind of like, I've seen that, but then I come like, oh, fuck those people. Yeah, but when you're related to them and when they, when I'm there's. I'm talking about, I'm talking well, okay, about in no, I'm talking but, about. Okay, people, but yeah, now bring it, bring it. All right, now let's, let's, let's fundamentally, let's connect it back. Let's like, connect it back because back. I'm talking about. I think you're I'm the talking only about, holding yourself back. I'm talking about the, the, the population the downtrodden population of a city, of an American city that has, you know, 20, 30% unemployment. Right. And somebody walking in there with a billion dollars saying, you know what, we're going to flip this. That's what this is all coming back to. We're going to flip this. Who's going to flip this? We're going to come here and teach the people that have the propensity towards being able to, you know, build and construct these things. We're going to teach those people, and those people are going to start doing it they're gonna say yeah let's do this but there's gonna be people that are not really good at that they're like well we'd rather like not really do that so those so now start out at the beginning of of time here and 
those guys that are out there building are going to be like, what the fuck are you sitting there for? Why aren't you up here? Come on, grab a piece of wood and cut it and throw it up here. And Well, I'd rather draw a picture. I'd rather, you know, paint a picture of what you're doing to, to, to commemorate it. I'd rather write a poem. What the fuck? Come on, we we've we've got this money incoming, and we I should I want to start a business and take advantage of you because I can do this and you can't. It sounds very cliche, but but it sounds very cliche. Well, but <laughs> is there a nugget of truth in there though? Maybe, but I don't know. I, I mean, I think the scenario in which somebody descends upon Flint, Michigan and says, I'm going to rebuild this and here you go. And there's one. I, I don't know. I, All right. My my ultimate point and when the whole thing, my ultimate I, I goal, think we're arguing about nothing really at this point. My ultimate goal in the whole thing was was maybe and, I, and it's actually all kind of it's 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 a total conjecture. It's a total fantasy. It's a total change of, of, of concept in terms of reality, in terms of our culture, our society, our 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 capitalistic tendencies uh or even our democracy where in instead of saying okay you know what we have a big business here that we're going to hire you to work at and if you want to work here we're going to build a house we're going to subsidize that house to be built but then you're going to have to buy that house and 0.01% of your wages every year are going to go to pay for that house so it's going to take you you know, 40 years to pay that house off. So you're going to be tied to working at our business to keep it going that whole time. Even if it's a business that you have to just do the same thing. Oh, you're going to, you're going to fuck the earth. You're going to fuck the earth for 40 years to pay off that house. And if you want to live there, you got to work here and fuck the earth. The very, and I, so I want to flip that and say, very, you know what? That's a very wanna, dramatic example. No, but it's the, no, it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. All right. How dramatic. long have you been in this house? It doesn't matter. I could, how, how long are you going to be paying this house off? And you're working to pay this house off. What if it was flipped? What what if it was? Here's a house. Live what, your life. What's the alternative? Hang on. What's the alternative? Rent. No. For, for about the alternative is a a billion dollar influx into a place like Flint, Michigan, saying, "Here's a house. Here's a house for free. Now go and live." Fuck that. That's not no. That's not how. That's not how things. Look, there there is a problem with our economical system. The fact that it takes thirty years to pay off a house is a problem. Is not realistic, right? Maybe I'm it's with not. you. Maybe I get not. that. Um, do you, I mean, do you grouse like this for a car, like a five-year car payment or a five-year car loan? Because you can, you can, you can, you know what? You can Maybe, work that around. You can pay that off in like three years, and that's not so bad. You're like, okay, I borrowed some money and I bought a car, and it's lasted me for ten years, and it took me three years to pay off. This is house thing that's eating you up. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right, it's it eating is. you it up. It is five hundred dollars a month to the banks. Yeah, but it's you agree eating. to that. You could be you could be paying the same amount. You agreed to this. You signed all the paperwork, right? And you did research. You're a smart guy. I know you did research, and you probably found the best rate that you could probably find at the time, and you found the best bank at the time, and you found a house that was within your price range, and you did all the numbers, and you said it's going to cost X amount of dollars. Do you hang think, on. Do you think an hang Irish— Hang on. Hang on. It's going to cost me X amount of dollars to pay this. Given my current financial stand, standings, I can afford this. You did all of that. You didn't go into this blindly like, I don't know what. Really? All right. $1,400 or however much you pay. That's it. Dumb, dumb. Here's your check. The alternative is paying rent, which is going to be 80% of that. And then you get 0% back. If that's all just money, you might as well throw in a fire pit. So what did you say earlier? 
I don't know. I said I said the alternative is. Did you go into rent. this? Did you go into this uh, blindly, or you didn't have a choice or something? Yeah. Do you think an Irish little boy that goes to the Catholics uh, priest has a choice? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out all the different churches and which one I get fucked up the ass uh, the least. I think I'll go and and be an altar boy. So at. you're telling me you didn't actually do any research before you bought your house? Of course I did. But the well, fact you, is, is that no matter about. where you go, you're gonna get fucked up the ass. You didn't have to buy a and house. I want to change. You didn't that. have to buy a I house. I want to change the religion. You didn't have to buy a house. But I I would still be getting fucked up the ass. Okay. There you go. Well, your alternative is living in a cardboard box and eating out of dumpsters. I mean, I don't yeah. understand what your point is. Well, your uh, point is like unreality. Like, oh, no, my point is this is Messiah that, is going to come and buy me a house. And I'm going to live. I'm going to live for free and be able no, to frolic it, in the it, meadows in, and play in my the religion metaphor. Awesome. You could say, you know what? I don't. The world wanna, doesn't work I don't that wanna, way. I don't want to do that. I want to do that. I, I, I just. Yeah. Okay. No. I, you have that, a personal vendetta that against all beside. mortgage. No, that all beside. That's no. Yeah, well, whatever I do. Okay, that's okay. But that all beside, um, to move forward and to and to um, to to kind of put that in in its own little nutshell and put a little toothpick on it and a little a little some bacon. Yeah, some bacon and, and a, a little, water chestnut. Little piece of paper that's cut in a triangle and push it out under the ocean. Okay. With a candle in it. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Ah, uh, um, Let's let's uh, let's move towards my concept of uh i i i have a tendency to to want the best for all people does that make any sense i mean that that was that was kind of really dumbing it down and generalizing it but that is is i i i i'm pushing i want to be I able have, i want to hang free on. all the people and i want i want to help I happen all the people to think that you want the best for you but I want which the, you think is the best for all people. Yeah, yeah, and I and I want to project the reality that that I believe is possible for the human race, and that's my huge empathy thing, you know. And and I know I have to I have to back off on that and say, you know what? I just want to get my shit done. I want to I want to find my way in the world, and everybody else that that wants to the guy that wants to sit there and watch movies and drink Coca Cola, I should let him be. But I, I'm like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna open that guy's eyes. I wanna. So show you're kind of doing, you're, you're doing kind of a holier than thou type thing. Um, you are. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And, and that maybe is, why? What's the point? I don't know. Some people, I don't know. There's something in me. I like there's a kernel in me movies. that that does that. I like that. drinking Coca-Cola. I don't drink enough Coca-Cola. I, I like watching sakes. movies. Coke. I like watching movies and drinking Coca-Cola. Okay, yeah. I do, but. I, there's also games. like more to me, and and I, I I like being unproductive. I I love being if somebody would say, "Here's a house, you don't have to make a lot of money. Here's a garden," and you know what? I would not just sit there and say, "Yeah, I got all this shit. I'm gonna just kick on my head." What would you do? What would I do? I would garden. I would I would. <laughs> you sh- already sure. are gardening. Yeah, but not enough. I don't support oh, myself. What, who can- Because I'm because I'm so busy bitching about. How much money I have to make to pay for that garden? You're you're a grass is greener. You would get that house and be like, oh, this house. If only I would have gotten that. That Jeremy got a house on the other side of town that was twice as big as this house. And if I had that house, I I would be I would be able to have a root cellar and I would store my yeah, roots. 
then and, I would, yeah, and then the I then cellar. I would I would brew stuff, and I would. That's when this little house that we were given. This is no good. This is, it's falling apart. Look at the gutters; they're falling off the side. That was given to me, but it was fall. I can't look. I can't keep us dry. This is ridiculous. You're. It's always better somewhere else. I mean, wow, that's it, maybe it, that's maybe true. instead of waiting for not. I'm not saying that you're waiting for somebody to buy your house, but take. Take life by the balls. It sounds kind of cliche, but you are the master of your own fate. Pull myself up by my bootstraps. That's kind of a Republican talking point, but I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say pull yourself. You up look by a little bootstraps. bit like a cowboy, right? I now. do have a cowboy hat on. <laughs> no, that's a that's a that's an internet hat. In today's society, with today's economics and today's mentality, economical today's thought process. That's the your George are going Bush today, word of the day. No, it's truth is what I'm speaking. I'm speaking the truth. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Where art thou? Brother Listen. Cowboy hat. Raise up your hands and shake them. That doesn't work. What? Raising up your hands and shaking them? No, all of the ideas Pretty that you have brought forth do not work in the society that we How have How do you know? Today. Have you tried it? I could try it all I wanted, and all I would end up is being evicted from my house and jobless. I just wonder what would happen, you know, if, if one of these big uh, venture capital investment firms from New York would, instead of saying, oh, you know what, we have to gobble up a $60 million corporation every two weeks or or I, or we're going to go under or whatever, what, whatever happens. And we're going to turn this thing around. We're going we're gonna to buy that thing. We're going to lay off a bunch of people and we're going to start making $80 million out of it, right? What would happen instead of doing that if they said, we're going to go into Flint, Michigan, and we're going to, you know, invest a billion dollars. We're going to go into that, a that small... That venture company would lose a billion dollars. That's what would happen. Okay, but do you think the world would be a better place? Business is not done for ethical reasons. Oh, sure, there's business ethics. Of course there are. There's ethics in business, but I'm not talking about ethical humanity. Well, maybe that's the shift reasons. that I'm talking about. Maybe that's the shift I'm looking for. Yeah, well, that shift that you're looking for is not profitable. I hate to be the, the, the defender of the corporations, but... Jesus is the reason for the seasons. Jesus is the reason for the seasons. And you have to ask yourself, what would Jesus do? He would be the ethical guy. And we have to wonder what Jesus would do in the year 2011. Actually, you know, this whole conversation started with the flipping of the houses. And, yeah. and, the, and the point that I really wanted to make about the flipping houses is that the people on these shows are super fish, super superficial, right? And the things that they actually do to these houses are also super superficial. They put a little bit of trim and a little bit of paint some on top. Drapes, of, oh yeah. my gosh, this thing is rotting back there. Don't worry about that. Just cover Landscape it up with some more drywall. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's put some more bushes in there. And then they then then they then then the uh, final shot of the show is like, well, we bought this house for $80,000. We put in $100,000, and what do you think it's worth now? Oh, I think, Bob, it's worth $500,000 left. No problem getting $500,000. And you're looking at the superficiality of it all, and I'm wondering who in 2010 is able to buy these things. There's, It really feels to me like there's a handful of people at the top, like we talked about really earlier, making that 500000 to infinite money. Left in this country, or living off of a. I think there should be more rich people. I think grant. there should be more middle class. I think there. I mean, there's always there always has to be poor people, middle class, and rich people, and and that middle class divide is is shrinking so that there's like a hell of a lot of poor people. But the problem like is, what do those people do? What do those people do? What, what are their What are their jobs? What do Who? they get paid to do? What? Those Who? that middle class. Well, what, the middle class you, is I mean, disappearing. I'm middle class. 
what what would what do middle middle class people do? So they're all IT guys. They're all I mean all the computer guys are middle class. Middle class. How many I mean, computer guys are if, there? You, if you talk about like middle class now or middle class in the fifties, I mean the middle class was kind of defined. Automobile in the 50s workers, and the 60s. not just automobile workers. I mean, yeah, you had automobile automobile. Well, workers. that was about fifty percent of the factory workers. You had factory workers. What do they make in the factories? Automobile parts. Sure, parts. Now that's everything. all shipped overseas. Right. Uh, what is the middle class now? It's IT guys. No, and those guys are all being shipped to India. Okay, then it's you know who it is, medical workers. The the medical field. And they used to be rich. The and medical gonna, field right. is they're gonna now be the new middle class. The sure. Medi- and I've said this before in this podcast that in the fifties, fifty percent. I have okay. not in this particular one, but on this podcast, fifty percent. The 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 economic engine of the United States used to be automobiles. Right. Fifty percent of the workforce, the employed human beings in this country, used to work. For in some capacity for the cars, okay, either somewhere the in the supply train, yes, sure. the, the petroleum industry, the, the automobile, lot, the manufacturing, that all got shipped out of seas. They that overseas, yeah. Ford and GM started investing in Toyota back in '73. All they started producing those cars over there in Japan and China, and they started undermining the the ridiculous business practices that the automobile. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, move on. Okay, move the on, point is that economic engine. Kind of started faltering. It blew a piston. Boop! Pull it out of the pull it out of the out of the automobile out of the uh, out of the, the the automobile of the of the American uh, machine machine. The American trying to get to the point of saying that the medical profession has taken over the as the the economic engine of and in, that's in interesting. Pharmaceutical, but that's interesting because in like in the eighties or nineties. When I was, it was a kid, dot coms. it was well, the, no, 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 not even. I'm talking about before dot com. So early '80s, uh, mid '80s, early '80s, early '90s. Your friend is a nurse. Your friend's mother is a nurse or whatever, or a doctor or whatever. You're kind of like, wow, you know, you go over to that person's house and they've got like Twinkies and ho hos and a microwave and a swimming pool because. And a Betamax and a VHS. Yeah, both because <laughs> you never know what's going to be released on either. Those you, you you think of a doctor or a nurse, and you think of like, oh my gosh, those are those are money making opportunities. They probably make they probably make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. But I I think we can come to a consensus of agreement here that the middle class is shifting towards what we considered rich or wealthy when we were younger to the medical profession. I think I agree with that. Wow! There you go. We it's, should end the wow. show on that. Well, we wow! Are. That's because we're out of time. A hundred minutes of uh, no, sixty minutes of uh, fifty-eight. But yeah. Discord, and finally, then one. It's like that Beatles song. A strum. Um, Which Beatles song? Uh, the one at the with the end, the revelation, the number nine, oh. or the the the, the THX harmony. Yeah, what is Peace that? Peace in Which the one valley. Is that? What song know. is that? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? It's like at the very, it's like they're like, and it's like, well, no, but we'll talk a, about must that. Must be a George Harrison one. Yeah, right? yeah. The Buddha and the, 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 the Zeitgeist. You know, it's kind of interesting. One, one last little point here. The, uh, uh, the guy I was talking to, uh, I didn't even bring this up on air, but, uh, the conversation we had about the, the Islam. We never even got there. Right. Make it quick. I um, pee like a racehorse. He said that, uh, is Islam. They can marry Jews. Mm-hmm. It's written in the Quran and Christians. Oh, and that's it. Okay. No Hindu. I asked him. I said, "What about Hindus? What about, you know, Brahma? Whatever." He said, nope, nope. Just 
it's it's written. It's it's acceptable for Jews and Christians and nobody. So else. you know what we should do for every episode in 2011 is you should come up with some obscure, irrelevant uh, religious fact, and we can end every single show. <laughs> Did you know that Jews are not allowed to eat sauerkraut on July 13th? Oh, that is the day that uh, <laughs> that Hitler is the day that Hitler invaded. Sauerkraut. Jewlandia. Or he made, right. he, he declared it National Sauerkraut. Now, and, and then all the Jewish people cannot eat it. All right. Anyways, don't piss on your uh, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut.